0: Welcome back. Uniquely Average Podcast. We're just like the other guys, but a little different. And as Paul says, a little worse. (laughs) That's right. I think think the saying goes, you really hit your stride in the second podcast. So I think this is where people have to look out. Look out. It's going to be a crazy one. We're more prepared uh, than we've ever been. That is true. That is absolutely true. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right, so I, I think uh, we ought to be a little remiss if, if we just didn't start off thanking everybody who, you know, watched the first episode and, you know, reached out, had some comments, had some feedback. Um, that's, you know, at least, you know, speaking for myself, something I really enjoy kind of just, you know, hearing what everybody thinks about it. So um,
1: I, you know,
0: I, I keep it can- coming.
1: I And I will say, you know, yeah, I, I, we appreciate the outpour of support. You know, it's good to know when you look on our YouTube page that people actually viewed it. It's just not me, Paul, and Vinny refreshing 260 times. That's a lot of
2: it, though. That's a lot yeah. of refreshes. That counts for a lot of the views. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, the, the unique views might be a little lower than the – uh. <laughs> the grand total true, yeah. yeah and uh, Marco said he's gonna find out whoever left the one dislike
1: oh yeah so if you're if you're watching the second one he, he dares barbarian. you to do it again yeah.
0: <laughs> we're getting
2: advanced analytics on our YouTube page so we'll know Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't hide
1: address, maybe, uh,
2: maybe uh, that one person is actually the guy who invented the game after watching the episode last week so
1: I can't really blame Ooh. him for
2: disliking the, the video. Yeah. lost probably I, a ton of money. I would certainly hold a grudge sure. against you
0: if I were him.
1: <laughs> or it could be an inside job. One of us did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, starting us uh,
0: controversy.
2: What did GameStop close at today? Let's see how wrong I was. $51. <laughs> I think it was at 100 last week and like yeah. 400 some two weeks before that so uh, I will be the first to admit I was wrong in saying that um, GameStop was not the ultimate buy uh, the polypromise promise did not come through already
0: oh, um, wait Paul one second I, I think I, I think I found a video of like a few people who invested their life savings and I, I, th- I think I just want to have a quick word with you <laughs> 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 listen, listen, I, I, I
2: flew too close to the sun. I got excited. I was hot to trot on GameStop. And and I just, I think that I, I put too much faith in the regular retail investors who I thought would hold the stock. And I think a lot of people sold when they saw their losses. So bottom line is you can't beat the man. The suits will always win. There's no point in believing in anything.
0: And um, don't listen to my advice anymore. That's it. Yeah, it gets pretty real whenever you see the uh, the red on on Robinhood, and, and half your your portfolio is <laughs> just gone when you wake up. Right.
2: Yeah. Life
0: savings. That sucks.
2: Yeah. So uh,
0: yeah, you know, we said we'd we'd catch up on uh, on GameStop, and you know, this might be the last time we talk about it. Unfortunately, it might be. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> like it, yeah uh all right so i think before we jump in you might want to just drop uh some some quick notes um so definitely follow the the podcast on instagram i have all of our handles scrolling down at the bottom uh you can find it on instagram at uniquely average media and and Martin while you're
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, I couldn't. I couldn't keep up. I just have to leave most of them unread. Which,
2: <laughs> Some unsolicited solicited. Uh, the Marcos snaps, <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Still, it, it happens a lot. That's a tough <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
0: um. Yeah. So uh, w- while on Instagram, we have a link to our anchor page which is kind of a, um, a good place to look and see where all the, the different platforms where you can find our podcast. Um, I think uh, as it goes for the bigger ones right now, we're on Spotify and Google Podcasts um, and, and Apple Podcasts is, is coming soon. So um, definitely go out there, take a look um, and eventually we'll be on, you know, whatever your favorite podcasting platform is. And, you know, from there, be sure to, to follow us, subscribe, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, just wanted to get that out of the way early, and you know we can uh, jump into the fun stuff now. So, uh, so what's up, gentlemen? Uh, What's what's been going on since since the last time?
2: Big Super Bowl on Sunday. Check out the game. Yeah, watch our commercials.
0: Yeah. Would you? uh, Would you?
2: Yeah.
0: So, what do we just break it down all the all the different little. Uh, pieces so of the Super Bowl. If
2: if, if you weren't um, if you weren't disbelieving my predictions from GameStop, you definitely were after looking at our predictions from the Super Bowl because all of us were very wrong. Not only did we not have the team right, we all picked the Chiefs. We all predicted Chiefs blowouts, and my God, was that not even close?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I wasn't expecting nine points out of out of such a prolific offense um, <laughs> yeah right nobody right. was uh, on on the uh whenever i posted the the prediction i had a like a spot where you could like fill out what, what you thought and uh a lot of people like tampa bay and uh, so uh <laughs> i guess i should have known you know after that what i was in for that night but uh right. i mean that that's, that's kind of the tough thing too about the chiefs is you've seen them go down early and then just, you know, mount a comeback in the, in the second half. So, like, even going into the, the third quarter, I was like, oh, you know, there's a chance, you know, if, if they can, you know, get yeah. down, get some points. That's what Tony
2: what? Ramos said the entire game. He's like, well, they're down nine, they're down 15, they're down 22. <laughs> if it was anybody else, I'd say they couldn't come back if it wasn't Mahomes. But they just could never get anything together.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, uh, it also uh, kind of hurts. So I guess I know Paul is a Birds fan, but me and Vinny are Steelers fans. So how many former Steelers were represented on both teams? I think it was yeah. whether coaches, like coaches and players. Right. Yeah. Like By- I think Byron Leftwich. Right. He's a yeah. I like Larry Foot, <laughs> he's like a linebackers coach. Yeah, Larry Foot. Obviously, AB. <laughs> Yeah, they had I
2: mean, the I one, um, the one sideline ball guy. I think he used to work for this. Year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the guy that changes it from like third down to fourth down. <laughs> the line guys, yeah, they. they were on he's he's you know, from those, Pittsburgh originally.
2: The guy who was walking down the side the same with a beer on his head, selling beers. And I think he was at Heinz for a little bit.
0: Yeah, so, so just, tough, man. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of strong ties there. bad. Would you guys think would you think about the uh, the halftime show, you know? It, it was uh it was very memeable, which is always, you know, huge. But uh, what do you think about the performance?
1: I I mean, I was a fan. I know some people criticized it. I'm not I think, I'm not sure why. I just I, I, <laughs> I think, think
0: it definitely skewed younger. I, I think a, a lot of the yeah. like the older crowd just, you know, either they weren't sure who he was or, you know, the. I
2: think I actually said during the show, I was just picturing what my dad would have been saying when he was watching this and he would go, What the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> so that, yeah. Yeah, that seems like how it would go for that whole demographic. It would, oh, yeah. Like, boomers would not, not, would not be well received. pick up on it. Not yeah. be well received. <laughs> like, I liked it. I heard he put like $9
0: million in the show. That's what I heard, great. too. Oh. So, is it truly. Really- you have to pay to be the one that performs in the in the Super Bowl. Is that? I thought I heard that really? afterwards. Like, I don't know if you get paid. Um, I'm not going to fact Why wouldn't Pepsi
2: play him? Pay him? I don't know. Isn't it the Pepsi halftime show presented by Pepsi so with the Pepsi
1: sponsored by and the
2: Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, and the stage built by Pepsi Construction. Everything like that, or you no? Know, <laughs> I, well, I, I thought, thought so. About, yeah. I, I, thought, the, I, the I heard, thought I
0: heard that was just like a weird thing about the, the show, but you know, if if people are doing it, I'm sure you know they're not doing it for, for so, free. what you like, can
2: get from that just exposure? It sounds like a uh, somebody looking for artwork from like a cheap web designer, you get paid an exposure,
0: <laughs> right? You, want
2: to, you want to do the right. Super Bowl half, and you get compensated in exposure.
0: Right. We'll, we'll get your name out, you know, help you build yeah. a network. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: It's like, you know, it's like the equivalent of like a LinkedIn premium account, you know?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. Although you get to
2: see who views your profile on LinkedIn. So that's pretty clutch. Yeah. If no, that's
0: premium. that's always big. Yeah. And, you know, if you, you see like, um, like a recruiter. Viewed your, your profile, like, you're probably going to get a message here soon just asking if you're uh, if you're actively looking for, you know, <laughs> different employment. Yeah, no recruiters
2: are sure.
1: hitting
0: me up on LinkedIn.
1: No? They,
2: they see they that I'm the co-founder of Uniquely Average and like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure this guy,
0: we don't need his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else from the uh, the Super Bowl commercial wise? I, I don't know. I feel, I, didn't, like, uh, I,
2: didn't, I feel like none of the commercials are very memorable.
0: Yeah, I'm like I'm starting to hold the opinion that like Super Bowl commercials are just like not great overall. You you can maybe get like one or two that are like somewhat funny, but
1: I uh, see. I think it just kind of over the years turned into like a huge pissing contest just like who can make it just over the top of possible and then that just got old after like years i think yeah now it's just like they're all the same right
0: and like they all just try to find like one kind of big name celebrity and just like maybe if they can get like a couple of, like mid-tier celebrities to like put around them um like i know like with the will ferrell commercial they had like keenan thompson and uh uh, who Aquafina. was the other one? Aquafina, yeah, yeah, right. yeah And I, I, I thought that might be one of like the best commercial. Yeah, uh, that one at least made me breathe out of my nose a little harder than normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, that's as good as it gets, you know. Yeah, nowadays, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. so I guess kind of like the last thing when it comes to the Super Bowl, I think we we were like kind of talking beforehand, but um, kind of an interesting question. Do you guys think that, you know, winning a championship during, you know, the pandemic during like COVID related seasons, do you think that's more impressive, less impressive? Um, You know, even like, you know, looking back 10 years from now, we'll we'll be looking that looking back with like um, more glory, I guess, less glory. What you it guys say like
2: fans I think the fans skew towards it's less impressive because there's not fans at the games and they make a huge impact so they would like to say well if we were there at our team's home games blah 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 it would make a difference but I think the players at least I have seemed to um make it more highly touted because there's no fans you kind of provide your own extra motivation and Mm-hmm. Every game, you know, you need to bring it. At least that's what I found for like the hockey and basketball when they were just in their bubbles and there were there wasn't anybody. And and players seemed like it was actually harder, you know, to get psyched up for games and to to stay into it. So they thought mm-hmm. it was more impressive.
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that.
1: Um,
0: what do you think, Marco?
1: Yeah, you know, it's tough to say. I go back and forth. I, I guess just like I lean towards. West score just because like just circumstances beyond people's control you know like if uh Tom Brady were to get covid he's just he'd be out for he could be out for like 2 weeks and that just like under norm- normal conditions like that wouldn't happen you know he that, that wouldn't exist right. so if covid didn't yeah, exist yeah true. so that, that's why I just like I think it you know and all these scheduled changes due to covid I think definitely like screwed up people's, you know, their day to day. So it's it's tough to say. But I, yeah. I would lean towards less.
0: Yeah. And you know what I I would tend to agree that if like say like an average team wanted like in the case of like Tampa Bay, uh with the Stanley Cup, I think that's probably gonna be like overlooked. But I think both the NBA and the NFL got like extremely lucky with both LeBron James and Tom Brady winning championships this season because, you know, both are kind of, um, you know, in the, in the conversation and it seems like these two championships um, are going to really help solidify, you know, their case. I think everybody's going to remember whenever LeBron won the first time with the Lakers and um, obviously what, what, you know, Tom Brady did this past weekend is incredible and I think it's going to be Look back for for a very long time because who knows the next time someone's gonna get their seventh Super Bowl ring? It, it it's probably not gonna happen in our lifetime, you know. It's it's uh, true unless unless true. does it. That that was that was one more thing that was really funny. Uh, I think it was Romo talking, and he uh, was like, there was like I don't know like six five or six minutes left in the game, and uh, he starts talking about like what Mahomes needs to do. Now, because he lost in a uh, Super Bowl to Tom Brady, he was like, yeah, because, you know, it's not just going to be good enough to get to seven and tie him, because since he lost him, he's going to have to go and get eight. He was like, I, yeah. I think he can do it, but, I mean, that's, eight? that's seven, eight Super, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Tony. I, I don't think, know uh, about that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's a little far-fetched, but but who knows? I thought he played a good game. I mean, a lot of the
2: receivers kind of dropped the ball, and I didn't realize he had so many yeah. off-line injuries. If I would have done one yeah. bit of research before that game, I would not probably have predicted maybe a little
0: different. But,
2: yeah, yeah I mean, he played pretty good. That game is definitely not on his shoulders.
0: Yeah. I mean, some of the plays he made were just insane. But, like, it seems like he was a little yeah. let down by his receivers. And I think there was, like, a stat that he ran, like, 500 yards – um, like behind the line yeah. of scrimmage, like throughout the game, who's like tracking everything- that
2: who's tracking <laughs> those
0: yards, by the way,
2: right? How do they know Is somebody <laughs> out there with a measuring tape after each no, play? It's, How do
0: they know? That's a guy about to send a tweet. He's like 600. Is that I don't think boom, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, I even, yeah, I mean, like the, there's like pictures of him, like horizontal with the field, just. Throwing right. and hitting he's a guy like,
2: perfect spirals.
0: Yeah, he's uh, yeah. he's incredible. It'll be fun to to watch him moving forward. But uh, I think that's enough of uh, the big game. Unless you guys have anything else. If nah. if not, we can uh, put it to bed. Get everybody's uh, favorite side of town and head to Paul's Culture Corner. What's
2: going on there, Paul? This is Paul. a good one. This is a good one. We made top. We made top last week. So this week we are talking about what happened a few days ago when the internet blew up yet again, when Kim Kardashian posted a picture from her seven-year-old daughter of a painting that she allegedly made. Here is said painting. Now, they said that she did this, and and the internet exploded saying there is no possible way a seven-year-old could paint this painting. I tend to agree with them because that is some of the best artwork I've ever seen. If you you could at what I was doing when I was seven, I mean, I was still eating glue and I couldn't wipe my ass. So the fact that this chick can do this when she's seven years old, I'm not going to drag a seven year old girl and say that the family lied. But if this is, fake. First of all, why does Kim need to do this? Like, why does she need to lie about this? Everyone knows your family is famous for doing nothing. You don't need to prove that she, that your daughter has all this talent. On the flip side of it, if this is true, you need to put this girl in some sort of gifted program because what she's doing at seven years old is professional level. So I looked into this a little bit more because I wanted to know the truth. So there were some professional artists that said this this could potentially have been legit. So the problem that seven-year-olds face is they don't ever have the patience. You give them paint and a piece of paper, and they just go to town. If you gave – if they had the patience to actually do this and sit down and step-by-step over weeks and weeks and months, this could be completed by a seven-year-old, although very unlikely – They could technically do this. So some professionals were giving her some credit for this. And look, if she doesn't have any other responsibilities, I don't even know if she goes to school. She's gazillionaires. She doesn't have to do anything else. If she could just sit home and take a couple lessons and learn how to paint, maybe she could do this. I won't say that it's a lie. I will let the viewers decide if it is or not. If you haven't seen this story, please go. There is the picture again take a hard look and you can be the judge if you think a seven-year-old girl painted this painting but when i was seven i was not doing that i was on a totally different ballpark from painting that i mean i couldn't even call her inside the lines i could barely talk when i was seven
0: so right uh, who knows yeah that is that is the level of like bob ross almost you know it's it's fantastic (laughs) yeah right yeah i think uh I'll need to see like some some video or something next time. Next time she, you know, wants to uh, you know, give, I mean, give us another portrait. If that's, her, but,
2: if that's her first posted piece of artwork, that's quite the auspicious start for that little girl. I mean,
0: holy cow. Yeah.
2: That's great. Like, that, that's, yeah. that's fantastic
0: work. I mean, yeah. now I'm thinking of like all the artwork that my parents would like put on the fridge, like, you know, like the macaroni and glue. <laughs> like Dude, when
2: you were seven like that you gotta look back at what a regular seven year old brings home like it's it's not awful it's yeah. not even like barely coloring in the lines this girl is shading and like doing for tone. these professional artists are saying the the look at the branch the um the trees in the foreground they're like the decision she made with the shading and and two-tone um bark <laughs> it's incredible uh, decision-making from seven-year-old. Like, this is fantastic.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, so. I think I was drawing stick figures at that age. Like, not... Me too. But, but, me too. But, like, my I brought up concept earlier. of, like, landscapes. Yeah, it's nothing no, but, like this. I mean, she... she you know, I said earlier, like, she must... You know, she has that West blood, right? You know, she has artistic True. talent yeah. if, if it's if it's real you know i that's why maybe it could be
2: yeah maybe hey i'll give her the benefit of the doubt on this one yeah. but maybe give me like a time lapse next time let me see actually right. the creative process from this second grader let's see yeah. what happens yeah
0: yeah hey, yeah
2: That that's my culture for what, what's the
0: Thank you. That's, uh, I think that's right on par with last time. You, uh, oh, yeah. you <laughs> hit the bar high and then you cleared it. All right, so what's that?
1: Paul shoots the kill.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, next is uh, Vinny's Movie Minute. Um, again, like last time, I have two. Uh, one's an older one. Uh, one's uh, a fairly new one. I'll do the other one first. Just watched American Psycho, the uh, the first time Ooh, with uh, Christian Bale. I think it's like twenty years old now. It was kind of like his his coming out uh, performance. Um, one of those movies where I like I've seen kind of like the more well known clips. I've seen you know whenever he like puts on his his rain jacket and and that kind of stuff. So I kind of knew what I was in for.
2: Um, and the meme, the meme when he's looking like this. Yeah, he's right. He's like sweaty and he's looking like that.
0: Yeah, right. Um yeah, that's another yeah, very memeable movie, but uh mm-hmm. definitely uh some scenes I was I was not expecting it. It's kind of uh it it, it pulls no punches for sure. So, if you're uh if you're going to watch it just just be prepared. Um ended the up title giving it at 80. A He's
2: a psychopath. Right.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. He makes that very clear like right out of the gate and then it just doesn't yeah. let up yeah. but uh yeah I thought it was solid um I, I mean it's it's pretty much driven by him um because we're to see uh jared leto's in it too it's, it's his second time being mentioned on the pod but i didn't know he was he was you know acting um you know that um that long ago i thought he he kind of jumped into acting after um after music a little bit more recently but uh yeah, he's in it, too. But uh, yeah, you know, solid film, uh, 80 out of 100. And then the second one, um, newly released on Netflix, it's called Malcolm and Marie, uh, stars John David Washington and Zendaya. They're the only two characters in it. It is the equivalent of a, a quarantine movie, a, a pandemic movie, um, just in that it's it's one location, two characters, no real set pieces. Um, and it was written and directed by the same guy who writes and directs for Euphoria, uh, the, the show on HBO that Zendaya also stars in. So um, her, her character, while different, was, you know, like somewhat familiar. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I'm kind of a fan whenever it's whenever a movie is kind of just, you know, two people sitting at a table, whatever, talking about you know, ideas that aren't normally expressed. You know, in movies, it's it's, it's a really kind of um, deep study into like relationships, and and kind of the give and take with that. But um, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was it was pretty similar to uh, the character that that she plays in, in Euphoria, and um, that's another you know show that's that's pretty similar that I that I really like. So, I gave it us a, a seventy eight, which is you know still. Still good marks. Found it a little bit repetitive at times, but definitely a, a solid movie if uh, if you like Euphoria or, you know, like John David Washington or Zendaya because they uh, both gave really good performances. What do you guys think about that? Do you guys watch Euphoria or?
1: I have watched Euphoria. No. Yeah, it's... so I'm surprised, like, were there as many, like, Penises just on open. <laughs>
0: yeah. No. Uh, no. Yeah. I had to. Sorry. I had to think about that. My <laughs> show. My my ears just perked <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, it it gets like maybe a, a little graphic, but definitely it there's 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 a line where, where it kind of doesn't cross. So, um, yeah. No. I thought it was it was really good. Um, and it's it's definitely not as aggressive or like anxiety inducing as euphoria um uh, because that's the the one thing about that show is you know it's it's tough to watch it like right before bed because it's it's i don't know it's not like a relaxing kind of
1: oh yeah you know,
0: not at all serene show it's it's a lot of like hard topics and uh yeah yeah aggressive pacing so but yeah those are the uh the two for for this week i'm gonna get back at it this week see see what else is on and uh what I can find. but uh, Yeah, that, that wraps up the movie in it, which was probably more, more like seven, seven or eight minutes. All right. Um, Next, everybody's favorite segment. It is Marco's joke of the week.
1: Is it everyone's favorite? Oh man. All right. <laughs>
0: Certainly my favorite.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I guess, so this is more of a pickup line per se. Now you can, <laughs> Use it on like Tinder or Bumble or Grinder. <laughs> Actually, preferably Grinder. Um, but all right, here. It's <clears throat> all right. Hey, girl. I know the CDC says maintain a distance of six feet. Well, good thing my dick is seven. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, that's a big one. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> the, you know, was- I wouldn't i wouldn't be saying this if on you know on air if it wasn't true though just letting you guys know that. oh right.
2: right of course right
1: yeah
2: you yeah, that lady socially distanced. <laughs> that, uh, is, that is
0: both timely and, and uh and wholesome
1: and braggadocious uh, yeah yeah <laughs> I, know <what> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: no, I, I will say like full disclosure that's meant strictly as a joke and i don't for all of those viewing you know i don't condone going to mario's south side saloon and using it on some 18 year old you know like i <laughs> seven. <a> seven <laughs> no exactly it is yes i agree You know, and you know as seven footers are kind of like the marines in the sense where the few and the proud you know, you got to be <laughs> humble about it
0: yeah, what a transition so from American Psycho to that joke
2: <laughs> to American Heroes, <laughs> the Marines. What a segue!
0: Oh God, like the segue! Yeah, all right, uh, yeah, I'm, that was uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm certainly glad I didn't hear that one before the, the podcast. I uh, <laughs> the shock value was there.
1: <laughs> that's, what was, that's what I was going for.
0: <laughs> well done, Marco. All right. So next is what we learned this week. Um, mine. I'll I'll go first. Pretty boring. We've already talked about it. Um, don't bet against Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. Uh, it's you know you think after after twenty years I'd I'd already know that, but uh, yeah, I, I learned it you know now while he's at the age of forty three. And I'm not totally convinced this is this is gonna be the last time he'll he'll be there. So I don't yeah. think so either. Yeah. I don't think so either. He looks this, great. this is this is my stance that you have my promise I will never bet against him in another Super Bowl. So that's what I learned this week. There you go.
2: I'll go, I'll do mine. Mine is um a little a little more actually fact based. Um, so this week I was, my girlfriend said that she wanted to lay with her legs up against the wall because it helps promote circulation for a term called lymphatic drainage. So she learned this from a fitness influencer on Instagram who does this at night. Can you repeat that word? Lymphatic. Attic drainage. So I didn't know what that is either. So I started doing some research. So I know what my lymph nodes are, but I don't know what they do. I don't think anyone actually knows. I don't think scientists really know what they do. But apparently (laughs) um, it's part of another system in the body called the lymphatic system, which helps um, carry blood. It helps the circulation of blood through your body and like cleaning and white blood cells through the blood. And like emptying toxins from within the body so like it it helps your a good lymphatic system helps like um, reduce the risk of cancer because it, it is like removing excess cells from the blood whenever necessary it gets helped through circulation which when you put your legs up or really anytime you move your body in a way that isn't just standing upright it, it's basically explain it like to a two-year-old it it clogs up your pipes gums up your works so that when you go back to normal standing up it improves blood flow so around your entire body so like if you lay with your legs up you're, they're going to go numb because you feel all of the blood coming from your from your um legs down into your body it's the same as like when you lay upside down and you feel all the blood rush into your head once you go back to normal it actually helps the once those pipes get all gunged right. up, the blood breaks and helps right. the circulation through your whole body, so it's healthy to do lymphatic drainage. Look it up; it's a real thing. That's what I learned this week.
0: Is that an every night
2: thing, or is that
0: does she have like? A yeah, you should.
2: Yeah, you should just do it all the time. If you could live your life with your legs stuff like that, that would be better. You could, if you could somehow get like a wheelchair that lifts your legs all the way up, that would be ideal. But if not just maybe five minutes before bed
0: sounds good you know like the next podcast you're gonna have to at least give us you know two or three minutes in that in that position just uh to, to be a man of your word
2: yeah absolutely i'll i'll send you a picture tonight we'll put it on the instagram lymphatic drain done done Let's do it. marco all right uh yeah
1: so i guess what i learned this week you know i there's been so much news about the, you know, the cryptocurrency boom, or just like the craze behind it. And, and I don't really know much about it. I kind of was curious and I found this one in particular that I found interesting. It's it's called, I think you guys might've heard, it's called Dogecoin. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, it's it's just been touted by like an, an eclectic group of people, you know, like I, I saw like, gene simmons like snoop Dogg, elon musk elon musk yeah um mia khalifa they are all they're all behind it um <laughs> yeah they're definitely just like people from all different walks of life so you know i was just <clears throat> best
0: and brightest
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and i guess just after looking into it more you know doing my due diligence. I just, I think it's, it's, it is something I threw my hat in the ring, you know, as a failed uh, CFA candidate. I was just like, I feel like I know what I'm doing. And I bought into it and it's been good. Like I bought out like, what was it? Four cents. And now it's, it's been up and down. It's, it's at seven now, I think, but yeah, no. So, I mean, I would, I would recommend at least throwing some money into it. You know, I wouldn't, be like how Paul recommended and withdraw your entire 401k to put into uh, GameStop. But Allegedly. Was- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just say, you know, you're young and you have some disposable income, I think, you know, Dogecoin is the way to go. It's the future currency of earth, as Elon Musk said, so. Wow.
0: Did he really say that? <laughs>
1: wow. Uh, yeah, like, oh. it, I think, or he said of the earth. Which yeah, dogs oh, okay. dudes
2: on the corner.
1: Yeah, spare any Doge coin. <laughs> <laughs> spare Doge. One Doge. Oh. No. Uh, yeah. yeah. so... I, um, I was sorry. gonna say I
0: think I I heard about it kind of whenever like Bitcoin was taking off back in like 2017, 2018. and I, I checked my Robinhood account and I I do have some some buying history back then. I bought in at like. I don't know, I feel like 50 bucks, but it was like 0.003 uh, cents I guess. But I, I quickly sold it after, uh, you know, I, I, I if only I had the foresight of, uh, you know, that, that Elon Musk would love it one day. But, yeah, I can't always predict these things. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: that was mine. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think that, that wraps up what we learned this week. Um, does anybody else have anything uh before we we jet off and take out of here? Oh, Valentine's Day is
2: coming up on Sunday. And as this tends to be a very male oriented podcast for any uh anyone caught out there, anyone who's wifed up, here's a piece of advice from my girlfriend. She said that. Fellas, if your girl tells you that she does not want anything for Valentine's Day, you got to go get her something for Valentine's Day. That means she wants something and you better get her something. So, ergo, I'll I will to go get something.
0: Yeah. Do <laughs> you send me a again? I need, I need yeah, some ideas. For
2: sure. For sure. For sure. A <laughs> little bit of a relationship pro move right there.
0: Yeah. I think that's very important. And advice, yeah. All right. Good I Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Number two in the books. Thanks again for everybody listening. Again, uh, check us out on Instagram. Jump on Anchor. See where we're uh, all the all the fun different places you can find the the pod. Um, so until then, we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Sweet.
1: Thanks.